we ran out of time on the show yesterday going through this report and i i just want to go through more of it with you frankly because there's so much in here we if you go back and watch the show from yesterday there's a detailed uh report particularly of executive assistant one which was maybe the biggest individual story contained in the report you'd heard some details about it it really goes further to, to break out how it happened and it's really disturbing you can go back and check that out on uh, last night's show I want to go through the one of the newer accusations, though, one we didn't really have word of leading up to the release of this report. And it, uh, it goes uh, that the name is not given in the report, but it's trooper number one. So we're talking about an officer here um, that is in the protective service of the governor. And what's interesting here is we have a young female officer who is coming up the ranks and winds up getting sort of assigned to a, a, a situation like near in a, by a bridge in New York um, in, in, in a protective situation. Cuomo identifies her. I, I mean, there's no other way to say it, but who's the hot cop? Basically, is he decides that she's attractive and starts to basically single handedly pluck her out of her current job and move her to uh, to the a position where she would be taking care of Cuomo personally. Uh, he played a role in having her hired, um, even though there were rules on who would be hired here. So basically they said, okay, if you're going to be protecting the governor, you have to have at least, I think it's uh, three or four years experience. I think it was three years experience. And she had two years of experience. He basically refined the rules, changed the rules so that this one cop that he liked a young, attractive police officer could come protect him instead. Um, senior investigator one told Trooper one that the minimum requirement for troopers in this uh, protective duty had been changed from three years to two years specifically for Trooper number one. That's the young female officer. Senior investigator one recalled the events to, uh, relating to her hiring consistently with Trooper number one, noting that the requirements had been changed specifically to accommodate the hiring of trooper number one and the governor had been involved in the decision to hire her they were now a hilarious subplot of this is basically cuomo's defense here he doesn't deny he did it but he denies of course that she, it was because she was attractive what he says is he was doing it for diversity now, I love this because the diversity thing is so fake from the left anyway. And here they are lumping on top of this uh, their own sexual harassment schemes under the guise of diversity. Uh, the uh, department was seeking to increase diversity in the protective duty, including having more women in uh, the protective duty. Senior investigator one said after he learned that trooper one did not meet the requirements to be on the protective duty, he told trooper number one that he was not able to hire her. Sometime after that, according to senior investigator one, uh, the governor asked him what had happened with trooper number one. So they couldn't hire her because she wasn't qualified. And the governor was like, hey, what happened with my girl? Where's my girl? Uh, senior investigator one explained she did not have enough experience. Senior investigator one subsequently received a call from a high level staff member within the executive chamber, real subtle guys, who instructed him to, quote, hire the female trooper from the bridge and stated with respect to the policy, quote, we are making adjustments for her. 
Uh, uh, he once again, Cuomo tried to, uh, over and over again, blame diversity for this. He just wanted to hire a woman. And this happened to be the They couldn't hire a woman who had the three years of experience, had to be this particular woman. He noted that if there were any such requirements, this is Cuomo's defense, uh, he said uh, he would not support them because they would interfere with his need for greater diversity in the protective duty. Trooper number one described the governor's behavior toward her after she joined the protective duty as generally, quote, flirtatious and, quote, creepy. I know that doesn't surprise you. Um, now, once he she is cleared and takes this job, um, Cuomo discussed age differences in relationships with the officer. Totally a professional conversation. After asking trooper number one's age, which was her late 20s, the governor responded, ah, you're too old for me. Again, uh, Cuomo is in his 60s at this time. Trooper number one said that the governor then asked what, uh, her what her age difference was between the governor and a romantic partner. What would be acceptable to the public? To which trooper number one responded, I don't know, probably older than your daughters. Oof. Not working out too well for the governor on that one. Uh, trooper number one, uh, senior investigator one, uh, the governor were riding the elevator up. Now, this is um, a little bit later on. The governor placed his finger on the top of her neck and ran his finger down the center of her spine, midway down her back, and said to trooper, hey, you. I mean, he's, you got to say he's pretty smooth, isn't he? Ugh, so cr- I'm, getting, I'm getting chills just describing this. Uh, he also at one point asked the trooper, can I kiss you? Uh, the trooper said she froze uh, in the back of my head. How do I say no politely? Because if I say no, he's going to take it out on the detail. And now I'm on the bad list. Unsure what to do. She said, sure. And turned her cheek, uh, which he kissed. Um, another member of the protective duty observed the interaction, corroborated the kiss in an interview. After the incident, he joked to trooper number one that the governor had never asked to kiss him. And this is one of the big problems here. When he's showing favoritism to these, you know, younger, attractive women, you know, he's screwing the other officers who, uh, who don't get that sort of treatment. And in addition, it puts the female officer in an impossible situation because she doesn't want that sort of attention. But now it looks like the only reason she's getting advanced is because she's getting that sort of attention that everyone around is noticing over and over again. Witness after witness after witness is noticing how weird this is. Um, Trooper number one said that in mid to late October 2019, the governor again asked to kiss her this time at at an event. Previously, when when the governor did this, the trooper responded and said, uh... You know, they had this interaction and this other trooper came up to her and said, hey, I saw that kiss thing going on. And she said, I, I don't know what to do. How do I get out of that? And he said, next time, just say you're sick. So the next time when the governor tried to kiss her, she said she was sick and the and the governor was pissed off. The governor looked at her, quote, almost in disgust that she had denied him and then finally walked away. September 23rd, 2019, trooper number one held the door open for the governor as he left an event. This is in uh, in Belmont. Uh, As the governor walked by trooper number one, he ran the palm of his left hand across her stomach. This is a police officer across her stomach in the direction opposite the direction he was walking. The center of the governor's hand was on trooper number one's belly button as he pushed his hand back to the right hip where she kept her gun. She said um, she felt completely violated because to me, that's like between my chest and my privates. 
Although she was ex upset by the conduct, the trooper did not feel that she could do anything about it, uh, saying she felt completely violated. But, you know, I'm here to do a job. Uh, they she specifically says, I felt the palm of his hand on my belly button. I mean, again, just picture this yourself for a second. Walking by someone that's not you're not involved with. This is someone who's protecting you and an officer on duty and picture picture putting the center of your hand on someone's belly button that is a bizarre i can't even describe how bizarre of an action that is uh she complained about the incident and went on to was there anything else i needed to oh this is another uh important part of the story now again there's no there was a previous incident where he's groping women out of their shirt, he's grabbing their butts. He, that does not happen with this officer. It's, it's a lot of inappropriate touching and asking to kiss and asking weird questions. And it makes the officer feel uncomfortable. One of the reasons it's notable, we didn't know about this case earlier. Why didn't we know about this case? Why did all these other accusations come out, but this one did not? Well, what's interesting is, the, 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 the press actually got a hold of this back in the day. Very interesting here. Um, the, the trooper was, the story wound up getting out to the Albany Times Union. Um, one of the, now one of uh, the top aides, one of the aides, DeRosa, known for abusing the press, abusing underlings, very viciously um, supporting and very loyal to Andrew Cuomo. Uh, she testified she was yelling at the reporter of the Times Union saying, you guys are trying to reduce her hiring about being her looks. That's what men do. See how this is being used here? Uh, Cuomo abuses a woman, then gets a woman to call the press and accuse them of being sexist. Unbelievable. They get into a very loud argument to the fact that people around notice it. DeRosa stated the governor told uh, the reporter um, to not get mad at Ms. DeRosa for being animated because this is just one of these topics that sends her off a cliff. DeRosa testified that the Times Union ultimately decided not to write on the subject. So they had the report, but then were intimidated by uh, accusations of sexism uh, and decided not to report what this off uh, officer wound up going through. Look, this goes on and on and on and on. Uh, you know, some of it you've heard in previous reporting. A lot of it you haven't. And it's just a long, long tirade about, in summary here, and let me give you the summary sentence. At the, at the very end of the report, this is what the last thing in the report should say. Andrew Cuomo is awful. Dot com. I will say that, like, you know, while we do have mugs and we joke about Andrew Cuomo being awful, it's true. He is awful, but it's more than that. He s appears to be by this extensive report, a criminal and running a criminal enterprise. He's consistently abusing women over and over and over again, as described in the report. He's specifically breaking a law he passed himself about sexual harassment. He is specifically going over, over, uh, over the board to try to uh, poison the reputation of multiple accusers in the press over and over again and using intimidation to make sure that they don't know all of these things at least as stated by the attorney general she knows new york law better than i do but she says 
a Democrat. She says they're illegal. You know, uh, Elise Stefanik came out with a statement. And, and this makes some sense. No one's above the law. And today, justice must be served. Governor Cuomo must resign. A lot of people are saying that, and that's true. She adds this, and be arrested immediately. This is not just normal stuff that's annoying or creepy. What is described here is extensive illegal conduct by Governor Cuomo, and in addition, almost everyone around him. This is not just Cuomo. Almost everyone around him is involved in this and acted on his behalf. I, I, I think Andrew Cuomo is the type of person who will hold on to power till the very last second. He may very well avoid re- resigning here. I don't know. It depends on when you see this video. Maybe he's already resigned. I doubt it. I think he's going to try to hold on, even with Biden calling for his resignation, even with uh, Pelosi doing it. I do think he is going to be intimidated to the fact that he may not run again because his polling is going to look so bad. In addition to that, he may very well be impeached because the Democrats are even done with the guy. The Democrats are done with him. They can get somebody else in there. They don't need to deal with his nonsense anymore. It's not like it's going to be a Republican that's going to come into office. They're still going to get somebody who's going to pass, going to pass all sorts of crappy laws. They don't have to worry about that. Just a matter of whether you protect this one individual terrible guy and the people around him who acted as as his army to to make these illegal things come true the evidence is all there and this doesn't even include his real crimes uh, uh, beyond this and i don't want to demean what's in here because those are crimes but i mean you want to talk about in comparison making uh, sure that 5,000, 10,000 additional senior citizens wound up going to their graves because of your terrible decision-making and cover-ups. It's a whole other story. It doesn't even include that in here. Andrew Cuomo is getting, hopefully, what he deserves here. And um, the fact that he has been able to roll over the media for so long and hide all of this wrongdoing and then delay and delay and delay and just keep saying, well, when that report comes out, you'll know what happened. When that report comes out, uh, you'll know what happened. Well, the report has come out and we know what's happened. And now he needs to be held accountable for what he has done and the crimes he has committed. Andrew Cuomo is awful.com.